As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to more to it, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations, always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally. That dude, what's up with that dude? Oh, man, uh, busy day. I got to talk about it all, man. Woke up, uh, wanted to check out another football league for my son. And we've been looking for, it felt like weeks. Uh, everyone was telling us to go to this one place that I knew was shutting down. So I was like, that's not happening. Every parent kept coming up to me. No, we want to play there. It's going to happen. I got an email. I talked to people and I was like, dude, I worked with them last year on an event. And at that time, they were telling us privately that look like they're going to have to close their doors. Well, it looks like that's happening. That's come to fruition. So... We were on the look, on the hunt for another league and finally found one, but they already started. And then in that moment, as soon as I saw the schedule, I was like, damn it, they started Memorial Day weekend. Y'all know we won our championship a week after Memorial Day. So I was like, man, don't do it, Wiley. Please don't do it. (laughs) I was like, show up, talk to the commissioner. My ego was like, flex, yo, yo, use what you got to get what you want. And jump in that league late because every team makes playoffs anyway. So who cares if you're six and oh or you only three and oh or zero oh and three? It doesn't matter. Like if we only play three games, it's fine. We'll be good. And I was like, nah, just go check it out. Make sure it's a well ran league and make sure that you know they're doing the things the right way. And then we'll join that league in the summer next year. But looking at their schedule, it looks like we may do the fall as well. They play on Saturdays. We typically play on Sundays. Um, we start in September, go through October. They start in October, go through December. I was like, wait a minute. Might be having two leagues. MJ may be going Saturday, Sunday, doubling up. And at that age, playing flag especially, um, it's fine. Like, it's not too much work uh, because we don't do a ton at home anyway. A lot of people think we do. We They always say, what, what, what drills y'all do? I was like, uh, talk. <laughs> oh, oh, what do you guys work on? I was like, uh loving the game <laughs> like you know he's too young he's seven damn it he's seven stop taxing these kids stop giving them w-2s and 
W9s and 1099s and whatever the hell else they try to make these kids into lotto tickets. Stop it. Just let the kids enjoy it. So that's what I do with my son. Look, he got DNA, damn it. And he got more from his mama because I'm a good athlete, but she's a great athlete. I was just big and could run straight pretty fast. That was it. Get me on the basketball court. Huh? Huh? What did you say? What's this? Uh, put a bat in my hand. Huh? What? What's this? Volleyball? Tennis? I'm pretty suspect in most things. <laughs> so it's okay. Nah, seriously, just love your kids and support their passions. That's going to take them the farthest. Uh, other than that, I went to my boy D. Holmes. Derek Holmes, my OG from the Buffalo Bills back in the days, played for the Colts as well. But um, I remember meeting him when I was a rookie and he's from L.A. too. So legend preceded him and his reputation. I was like, damn, I get to kick it with D homie. And he was like, what's up, baby? What's up, baby? What's up, baby? <laughs> D homie is just the coolest dude alive. It's almost like hanging with E-40, but that's your running back. <laughs> and I was like, man. He had a camp, him and his son, Darnay Holmes, who plays for the Giants. Y'all know who he is, a little beast. God, it was crazy. I remember seeing him, my first time seeing him play. Must have been before high school, so maybe like Pop Warner or something. I'm like, God dang, <laughs> this DNA strong, strong over here with a K. And yeah, look, turned it into UCLA, turned it into making it to the league and balling. And it's going to eat in the league. So proud of that. Um, proud to go out and support them. Uh, other than that, it's just a bunch of travel for people out there. You know, some people in town, some people out of town and taking these long trips. I got friends now take two, three month vacations. I was like, it sounds like you moving dog. They don't sound like you on vacation. Sound like you moving. <laughs> My wife just hit me today. Talking about, let's go to Greece for like seven to 10 days without the kids. I was like, all right, let's file for the divorce first. <laughs> what the hell? I ain't going nowhere without my kids for no week. What? It ain't even going to be fun. Even though I say that, I don't really believe that. I think I would have fun. I think the most important relationship, as much as I love my kids and everyone focuses in on their kids, if you're in a relationship, that relationship, your wife, your husband is the most important relationship because that's where the happiness comes from. It's And a lot of times you get tricked into thinking, oh, we're just here for the kids. We love the kids. And yeah, you better love each other first because the kids won't be as happy as they should be, won't be guided properly unless that relationship at the top is intact. So I might have to take a trip, y'all, to Greece for a week. 10 days without the itty bitties. It ain't like I ain't gonna have fun and we ain't gonna have fun. And I'm finally gonna get my appointments. If y'all know what I'm talking about, she's gonna have to check in with your boy. Um, it's just, damn, I can't even imagine a week, 10 days. Ain't no sleepaway camps in this house. Nope. Ain't going nowhere. No, sir. Not me. Uh, help me y'all help me y'all pray for me and also pray for uh, the PGA tour commissioner, Jay Monahan. Man, this dude shamelessly sidesteps questions about the relationship that Live Golf is going to have now with the PGA Tour and how the Saudis could control pro golf around the world. So we know that was one of the biggest news stories of the year. The PGA Tour and DP World Tour agreed to merge with Live Golf. Now, I never heard of DP World Tour before this, but uh, must be doing big things out there because they're a part of this deal as well. Now, according to the press release, the merger will form a new collectively owned for-profit entity. Remember, a lot of these are nonprofits, typically. Even the NFL had that status forever, right? And the development, stunning, came after a year of them out there gang-banging against each other. And the tensions were flaring and the, the character assassinations were left and right and the mountain lawsuits. They had it all going 
between the PGA and the Live, oh, excuse me, the Crips and the Bloods, and um, a startup tour controversially was backed by Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, the PIF. Now, that thing is six hundred billion b billion dollars strong. So um, don't play around with that money right there. And big bank going to take little bank as it did in this situation. So they did an interview and this is the angle. I really want to attack this because we talked about the story before kind of top level, like, wow, look at this. But now let's dig into a little bit of the character of the story. If we can, um, one of the angles is um, we saw a segment where Monahan was being interviewed and they asked him, did he have a response to the people who will now claim the Saudis control golf around the world? Fair question. And he said, you're describing a scenario under which PIF at some point could have the majority of the economics. Correct me if I'm wrong of this entity. That's what the interviewer was asking. Essentially, the Saudis, people will say they control golf around the world. I'm just curious as to what you think the response is going to be. Uh huh. Here goes Monahan. A lot of people have been reading about the tension, right? Mm -hmm. And I've said previously that we're going down our path. They're going down theirs. And today, that tension goes away. Oh, this boy been a PR 101. <laughs> the litigation is dropped. We're announcing to the world that on behalf of this game, we're coming together. It's less about how people respond today. And it's all about how people respond in 10 years. I'm going to stop right here. Because that was genius. You know why it's genius? Because he's almost telling you to table your emotions right now. Because the more mature version of you 10 years from now will look at this differently. So now he's making you engage in battle of thought with yourself. Not even the story anymore. Not even the facts anymore. Just like, hey, hey, relax. Because you know in 10 years, you're not going to think the same. Not going to tell you what to think, but it's not going to be the same. So you spare the judgment in this moment. That was brilliant. Let's get back into it. And when they see the impact that we're having on this game together, there will be a lot of smiles on people's faces and there will be a lot more people playing this game all over the world. And if you're a young player that wants to get to the highest level of the game today, you'll be a lot more inspired than you've ever been before. Mm. Sounds good. Uh, except uh, Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, etc., have been shamed for being in the position of ambassador for the Saudi royal family, for supporting live golf, for defecting, as they said, assisting the regime in sports washing, their human rights abuses. You hear that? They <laughs> literally claim them as being sports washers for their human rights abuses. Yes, that is deep. That means like all their sins, they use you as a shield and they use you to kind of cleanse that story from everyone else. Crazy, right? <clears throat> Excuse I. Uh, Monahan himself similarly chastised professional golfers for opting to take the Saudis' money. Yeah, y'all took the money and ran. And guess what Monahan's now doing? Running right behind him. Crazy. And then last year, remember this part? Uh, nine. Uh, there was a 9-11 survivors group that spoke out against Liv citing the Saudi ties to the 2001 terrorist attacks and believing the tourist participants were betraying the United States. Uh, I said this before, I'm going to say this again. Okay. No one is trying to untangle uh, the Saudi Arabian ties to 9-11, but are we really going to be that lazy and simple and just group all things to Saudi Arabia and 9-11, like all Saudi Arabian entities and, 
interests always have to go back to that because if that's the case, look at every ethnic group and look at all of their sins, including Americans as well. You imagine if that was the way that every single time you go back to that moment, I don't even have to give you examples because we know there are examples, but the point is uh, do unto others as you want them to do unto you. And we don't want this done. All right. So in response, Monahan attempted to sell the PGA tours ethics and morality by using the nine 11 families who were upset with the live tour coming to the United States. Have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA tours? One of the questions he kind of rhetorically asked everyone, man, this dude really went there. And in a year span, <laughs> flip flopped 180 on them, right? So now his moral compass has changed directions, obviously. And the Saudis now appear to control professional golf. And Monahan expects the merger with Liv to put smiles on people's faces, which we all know in summation is some gross hypocritical reversal from his previous stance, which lets you know that previous stance wasn't authentic, wasn't real, right? It was just what he had in leverage or what he assumed he had in leverage in terms of protecting his interests. See how selfish people are. And I get it. Look, it's money involved. So you can hide behind the money and in business economics trumps ethics in business. And that's why a lot of people say, Oh, well, you know, it's just business. It's almost like they can put this force field out there, this shield, like uh, it's just business. So leave it alone. Right. And I'm sorry what I said before doesn't add up to what I'm doing now, but hey, it's just business. I'm just following the money. I'm following the interests and the principle. <laughs> I'm following my interests, right? So big bank takes little bank in this story. And it's just sad that the players were used um, really like political pawns almost. The characters were attacked. You know, we talk about those guys. And it, I mean, a year is a long time to talk bad about somebody, especially when you're going to flip flop in that same year. And they were just hypocrites in this situation using those players as collateral damage like those players were literally used just to negotiate instead of just talking about the terms they talked about these people and now you don't get that opportunity to get that back you can move forward but their reputation's already been sullied it's crazy man so that's the world we live in right now um in terms of golf and i brought this story back because i was just at the L.A. Country Club, L.A.C.C., where the U.S. Open is um, and got to go to an event, Tiger Woods Foundation event, got to walk the greens, got to see a bunch of people, took pictures with the trophy. Uh, I've done that before. I posted that on social. So golf is always near and dear to my heart because that was the first sport I ever played. Yep. Take a look at me. Yes. 1979. My butt before football, before track, before basketball, before those typical sports from the hoods to I was out there on that golf course Rancho Park golf course so much respect to golf and hopefully this does lead to where Monahan thinks it's going I agree like you know the influx of money the support hey why are we gonna beef and go laterally when we could just merge and go ahead hey let's work together make sure golf is where it should be all right y'all let's go to the WNBA y'all stop laughing we ain't going to the games <laughs> I don't see y'all at the games anyway. So what the hell y'all talking about? Y'all like, well, I don't see you either. <laughs> I don't see anybody at the games. When they going to fix the WNBA, y'all? Come on. I got two little itty-bitty daughters. <laughs> Let them have options in life. I don't know if they're going to be basketball players. Not tripping on that. Just don't like to see something fail right now. They're not only failing in watching it as a product, but 
They're failing in protecting their same product. They're failing in protecting their players. Let's talk about this story right here with Brittany Griner. They ran up on her at the airport. Now they have to make travel adjustments for the Phoenix Mercury in the WNBA because Coach Vanessa Nygaard, with two A's, said that the organization will be making adjustments that maybe should have happened before. Mm. We got a little game of hot potato going on right here. We're going to talk through this one. Who's to blame? Uh, She didn't want to specify what that might entail, but right now we're going to prioritize the safety of our players. That's a quote, and that's unbelievable that that's a quote. I'm not here to hang anybody out to dry, but I know when you're talking, sometimes you got to listen to yourself. (laughs) Right now we're going to prioritize the safety of our players Yeah, what were you doing before right now? That's the conversation right here. Because some dude that works at the Blaze Media, he's a YouTube personality. I don't know his name. Don't want to give him too much shine because of what he did. Um, Total, like, disrespect. It's not an invasion of privacy because it's at an airport. That is a public place. But if you're a provocateur, as he's described by the WNBA, which basically means he's doing way too much behind behind his profession, um, why are you running up on Brittany Griner to talk about or talk to Brittany Griner, right? I mean, there's protocols for that. There's proper ways to do that. Do like I'm doing. Like, I'm talking about Brittany Griner right now. And Brittany Griner is nowhere to be seen, and that's fine. Or reach out to Brittany Griner and then get her permission, her cooperation to discuss with her. But that's not what he was in it for. He was in it for the shock value. He was in it for the, oh, gotcha moments. And that's sad, man, because that's disrespectful, just straight up disrespectful. You know me. I am not allowing media to take it to those places anymore. I will police the police, as I like to say. So the league uh, is looking at Brittany Griner in this incident and said in a statement that Griner has been approved to fly charter for WNBA games. Phoenix has not said why she was not doing so on this given day. Right. Mm. So she got the approval to fly in a more private space because that's how we used to travel charter, right? So basically you may go to the same airport as everybody, but I'm not going through TSA lines with you. I'm not going to the same gate with you, right? So you imagine this provocateur, whoever this dude is, running up on Brittany Griner. Like Brittany Griner could be at gate 74 tagging this dude at gate 20. Like he must be brave and stupid to do all that. So the coaches kind of putting it all on herself in in terms of being the voice, but not necessarily being the one who's responsible for this incident. And I like her for this. She says, I was hired to be the coach of the team, not maybe all of those conversations about those travel things. I do know Phoenix as an organization, we follow the rules and we were given guidelines of travel. Uh Uh-oh, you catching it? And we follow the guidelines established by the league. Ah, Basically, um, this is a protocol conversation, and that right there is not the problem what I did. The problem is the protocol, and the problem is that protocol is above my pay grade. So go holler at them up top. So the Women's National Basketball Players Association, uh, they said that there may have been uncertainty about whether the Mercury were allowed to pay for all the charters, even though Griner had been approved for them. Uh and then they said, however, they the league told ESPN that the Mercury were allowed to do so. So the NBPA, women's version, labor union, 
says there may have been some uncertainty there. And the league is like, nah, we said that the Mercury can do that, but it wasn't implemented. Was this a communication issue or was this a, oh, this is going to cost us more. So let's hide this. Let's bury this in the approval process. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, y'all didn't see y'all could do that. Oh, you're fine. I don't know right now, but let's keep talking through it. So here's a quote from a league spokesperson who says, given her special situation, the WNBA approved charter flights for Brittany Griner for the 2023 season. We informed the Phoenix Mercury earlier this year to move ahead with any arrangements they felt were appropriate and needed, including charter flights. <laughs> That's that old like, yeah, do what you got to do. I just hope you don't do the most. <laughs> we ain't trying to pay for it. And man, God, look, they are getting subsidized. So let me not be the one who's sitting here like, oh, just take care of Brittany Garner to all ends, to all means. When they're like, dog, there are no means. <laughs> we are not making money. We are over here bleeding and we're in the red. So we know that Griner's back from her Russia uh, issues. Um, not going to dive into that right now, but. She had a nine-year prison term. She was facing that. And then she got exchanged in the negotiation with the governments, U.S. and Russia. We know that. We know that. So good thing about this is, like, look, Brittany Griner got ran up on, uh, obviously really felt affected by that because it's almost like getting robbed um, in a different scope. But mentally, you feel like, wow, I'm vulnerable, right? You're just walking through the airport. You know how they do it with them big old sweatsuits and stuff. Everybody got on, they got on their flip-flops, they crocs with their socks, and they just chilling. You got your backpack on, it's empty. You got your AirPods on, but you ain't listening to nothing. You just don't want people to just say hi to you, and you don't want people talking to you, so you just keep your AirPods on on nothing. And some dude runs up on you with a camera. You're like, yo, he coming in hot. This ain't fan, this ain't fan, man. And he's just trying to ask you questions, say all kind of crazy things just to get a reaction out of you. You know, uh, that comes with the territory. And then at the same time, like when I say it comes with the territory, being a public figure, like you're vulnerable. Like people going to take pictures of you that you don't want. People going to say stuff to you you don't want. I was leaving a soccer game the other day and supposedly some dude was just rubbing my shoulder. I didn't even notice. <laughs> but he was, I did notice he was right here in my space, but I ain't tripping because I ain't tripping. <laughs> you ain't going to do nothing. And I don't want you to do anything because uh, that ain't how I roll. That ain't what I'm here for. But he wouldn't. Do, he would have done that to anybody. He did it to me because I'm, quote, unquote, somebody. So I totally get it. Um, Deanna Tarasi, she was talking about it. Um, and she was just talking about how the safety of everyone should come first and basketball should be second. And, yeah, we family people. We're, we got kids. We're real. And you shouldn't be able to disrespect us, our teammate, anybody like that. So make sure that the WNBA takes care of this. But how do you take care of this, right? My grandma always said, you can't make sense out of nonsense. And um, this is some nonsense. Um, you're not going to be able to foolproof the situation, even with charter flights, because the charter flight still takes off from the same airport. Um, you're not going to be able to always fly charter if you're Brittany Griner, Right fly private all the time like you still got to coexist with the real world and there's a greater conversation than just this you know me i always find something and try to intersect it and and find where it connects sports and life and this is an interesting one when you talk about the vulnerability of us all 
and we're in this thing together in coexistence. And in a world where we're having the haves and the have nots and in a world right now where it's like, gotcha, uh, people are forgetting about coexisting. Like everyone's trying to build up their power, build up their fort. You know, my kids are doing amazing. My family's doing amazing. But you forget sometimes that other families are not and they're going to have to coexist with you. And that's why I think we all got to be a little more open with our hearts and be a little more open in terms of trying to pull everyone together and frankly have a better decorum with each other because whoever this dude is for the blaze media blaze media y'all shouldn't be allowing this y'all shouldn't have somebody out there doing this i mean what you get your names in the headlines you get something that gets a lot of clicks and you get a lot of views but look what it does to the fabric of a society man cats just running up on each other doing crazy stuff like this so not to go too deep about it but at the same time Brittany Griner's is going to always be vulnerable like this she's a seven foot wnba star <laughs> they don't make airplanes from your front porch all the way to your destination you still got to coexist with the world all i'm asking of the world is to make sure you show a little respect as they say put some respect on her name all right y'all let's talk about a story that is near and dear to my heart just because of the location it was right where i grew up man and there's a there was a fatal shooting of a crenshaw high basketball star outside a party in south la um and it's interesting, you know, you hear this now, it was this 2023. And, you know, me, I'm growing up. I remember 1983, uh, growing up and hearing about guys getting shot in drive-bys in the 80s. And here we are still in the same situation, even though it's been a roller coaster ride in terms of the murder rate up, down, um, of late, down, um, still occurring, man, still losing people to senseless violence. Let's talk through this one, right? So friends, family members, and classmates were gathered um, to mourn the 16-year-old. He was a standout athlete named Quincy Reese, um, whose senior year was upcoming, and dude was literally being recruited, as his father said, by 58 different colleges. And now he's gone. Come on, y'all. Crazy. So there was uh, there was some gunfire at a party where he was attending with some friends uh, outside, a bunch of, you know, school kids, teenagers. It was a hall on 74th in Hobart, right, Manchester Square. That's where he was fatally shot. So they say that there was a, a fight, there was a dispute outside before the shooting, and he was believed to just be a bystander. We don't believe he had anything to do with what happened. That's what the police captain, Adrian Gonzalez, said. So... Friends found Quincy soaked in blood behind the car. And the paramedics declared him dead at the scene that night at 1130. So police haven't released the motive or description of a suspect or many other details about the shooting. Um, nobody else was reported injured. Man. Now, the detectives say that they have some information that they're not releasing yet because of the ongoing investigation. So... They said that there's a video, social media post that circulated related to the shooting and are vetting it. But he cautioned that the post may not ultimately be connected to the shooter. Um, the video that's on social media, check this out, was of someone, Quincy, face down in a pool of blood 
with a laughing emoji attached to the video. What I say about coexisting, y'all? Come on, man. Um, so the venue, 77 Lounge, was rented out Saturday night by a parent for a party that was promoted on social media. God, man, it's taking me back. Y'all going, boy, I grew up without social media, but I remember like, God, it was crazy. Imagine growing up and you want to have a party to celebrate whatever, you know, turning 16, you're doing well in school, you're alive. And then you're like, okay, I want to invite my friends. And then I'm like, okay, I want to invite my friends at the other school. Oh, but that school has this gang and our school has this gang or they just can't coexist. So still the word's going to get out. I tell you, you're going to tell him, you're going to tell her and bam, next thing you know, what you try to avoid or just be sensitive to actually is a reality. It actually occurs like two people living in the same neighborhood. We ain't going to the same party or else it might be a problem. That's how it was for us growing up. And this is making me go back to that place in terms of thinking through it. And now they got social media. So you could be lazy with your promotion, not them. But I get something I'm like, yo, I follow you. What's going on? Oh, I'm going to hit the homie. And then the homie like, where are we there? And that's how these things can happen. So it was a large crowd that flowed onto Western Avenue. Um, and one of the owners of the location shut down the party about 10 o'clock because too many kids were coming in and the parents who rented the space had said they would be present and later learned that the event was advertised to students from all the local high schools and teams were being charged $3 to get in all of that. So you see the party being promoted on social media. Parents say they're going to be there. Come on now. Like that ain't security. And even with security, I'm trying to tell y'all, man. We're all vulnerable, right? It's real talk. So the police couldn't confirm whether the shooting was gang related. Okay, so my man Quincy Reese, rest in peace. First of all, multi-sport athlete, 3.4 GPA. Said everyone said he was funny, happy-go-lucky kid, and always pushed everyone to do better and to be better. Basically, a regular kid that had a great future in front of him and was putting in the work to do that. Oh man. Now, here's some other details that were coming out um, in part since the story broke. Uh, the police reported that a party was going on and then there was a teen walking away from it when he was shot and killed. Right. But then his cousin says that, um, no, they attacked him and they chased him down like a dog and shot him in the head. Yeah, that part. Oh, man. And they say that it seems like nothing really occurred at the party on the inside. Everything happened on the outside. And then they interviewed his father and his father, man, Quincy Reese Sr. says, God gave me 16 years of him and I thank him for that. Wasn't expecting to hear that, man. Isn't that something? In that moment, he's thanking just for the opportunity to have 16 with him. Yeah. Tough story right there, man, because you look at it. When we going to learn, brother, when we going to learn, party people. Uh, It's crazy because the shooting comes and violent crime is down, at least with minors. Isn't that crazy? There's a statistic out there that that has to focus in on just the minors that are being killed every single year. Right. Homicide levels had dropped 
to their lowest since 2020, right? Oh, man. And listen to this, not including Quincy's death. There have been 11 homicides involving juvenile victims in 2023. And this is just Los Angeles, y'all. Come on. This rate of youth homicides is 1.8 killings a month compared with 2.5 last year. All I'm going to say to y'all is this. <laughs> About this story right here, there's no perfect way, man. There is just no perfect way. I don't know what to do when it comes to thinking about the future for my kids. When my kids like, dad, I want to have a house party. Dad, I want to go rent out a venue and have a party. And they're 16. You know, my little son, he's going to be a good student. Why? Because that's what, that's the culture in this house. He's going to be a good athlete. Why? Because his mama is his mama. <laughs> she gave him some good DNA. <laughs> um, but to celebrate whatever the hell he's going to be. He's the next one up. And then I got two girls following him. And um, not to be so negative and, and looking at the situation uh, pessimistically, but what do you do? Like the fear, the anxiety you have of letting your kids just go party. And then your kid doesn't come home situation like this, man. So sad, sad state of affairs. Uh you guys be safe out there, man. And I guess it's the golden rule. To be safe, make sure that you're treating others in a respectful way. And hopefully that will spread the love. All right, y'all. That'll do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today! Want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcellus Wiley. More to it is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, Dad Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swally, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. Thanks for all the love, ratings, and subscriptions, and reviews, membership to Wally's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.